Hello, and welcome to this special podcast, written, produced, and presented by the Stags Radio and Podcast Club. I'm Naya, and I'll be taking you through the special features we have put together. To start things off, and to make sure you'll be listening intently, here is Laura with some questions for you. Hi, as Naya said, we want to make sure you are listening carefully to our podcast, so we have set you three questions. The answers are all included in this podcast, so listen carefully. Question one, what is the translation of Nobis Cura Futuri? Question two, what year did Mr. Blade start at Stags? Question three, what colour is the Franklin House? Don't forget the answers can be found in the remainder of this podcast, so listen carefully. Thanks, Laura, for those questions. She will be back at the end to take us through the correct answers. Now let's find out a little bit more about the history of our school. St Albans Girls' School, or STAGS as we affectionately call it, first opened in 1920 and was based in the centre of St Albans City on the site that is the current home of the Malting Shopping Centre. As the school grew, it moved to what is now Fleetville Junior School on Hatfield Road before relocating to its current home on Sandersbury Lane. Our school has the motto, Nobis Cura Futuri, which means we care for the future, a characteristic that has been ever present in the life of the school. As part of the 100-year celebrations, the school have also been planting 1,140 trees to create a centenary wood on the school grounds as an environmental legacy for future students. Thanks, Maliha. We'll be back with you later. Currently in Stags, our longest-serving teacher is the wonderful Mr Blades. Grace and Becky caught up with Mr Blades to have a chat about his time at the school. Hi, we're talking with Mr Blades today. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Nice day. Enjoying it. Uh... Who was the first teacher who employed you here at Stags, and what was your first impression of the school? Uh, we first came here in '87, so it's a long time ago, long before you was born and all the rest of the stuff. Um, first head teacher I knew was a lady called Mrs. Booth. You'll see her picture on the stairs if you're wandering up to the balcony or C2 any time. Uh, she'd only been in post, I think, about a year when I came. Uh, so I've known her was a lady called Mrs. Morell and obviously Mrs. Chapman as well. So I've had three head teachers in my time here. Do you have a particularly favourite head teacher, or did you like them all? Um, I think they all had their own thing to bring to the school. Um, it's hard to say really as a, a favourite one. Um, no, don't think so. Yes. Would you say your feelings surrounding Stags have changed over your time here? Um, I think the school's changed a lot. My feelings haven't really, because I've always enjoyed being here and that's why I've been here as long as I really. Yeah. Can you just take us through your career path here at Stag, sir? What roles and positions you've held? Um, yeah, I suppose so. Um, I started here um, in 87 just as a teacher of biology. Uh, in those days, there was no such thing as science. It didn't exist. There was just the sciences and most people at GCSE, for example, would do two sciences out of biology, chemistry and physics, and a few would do all three. Um, so that's changed quite a lot now that the, most people do double award combined science. Uh, so that's been quite a big change while I've been here. Um, A-levels have changed quite a lot as well um, in terms of their content and the way they're the style of teaching, that's changed hugely. Would you say you've had a particularly favourite role over the years? Um, I think just enjoyed classroom teaching, um, particularly. I had one form, um, must have been starting during Mrs Morell's tenure as head, 
um, who I got as year sevens, and I took them all the way through uh, to year 13. That's the only time I've done that. Most of my time here, I've been either a year 12 or a year 13 tutor. Um, so it was nice to do that. And you got to know them really well over seven years. They probably had had enough of me by the end of that time, but there you go. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the sciences changing. Uh, are there any other examples you could give of how the curriculum changed during your time at Stags? Um, I think not so much the curriculum, um, but there have been lots of other sort of changes. Um, one of the things that ooh, might interest you is that we used to have fizzy drink, chocolate bar and crisp vending machines. Um, and they made loads of money. I think they paid two staff salaries um, from the income we got from those. And uh, Jamie Oliver and his healthy eating did for those. We had to get rid of them. Uh, so they disappeared uh, somewhere in the 90s, if my memory serves me right. Early noughties, possibly. Uh, yeah, so um, that's one of the big changes. In the past 25 years, there's been a lot more technology used. How has this impacted your role as a teacher? Um, that's huge, really. Um, when I first came, computers in schools were only just arriving. In science, we had just two computers. Um, they were on trolleys, and you push them between rooms, and they were really slow. They had graphics that looked like Pong, if you've ever seen uh, the sort of earlier video games. Um, so they were really rubbish. And if you wanted to print a page, it took about 30 seconds per page to print. It, the little printer, you could hear it going, drrr, 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 and the paper feeding through it as it printed just took forever. Um, so that's been a huge change. Um, we also have the ability to make and you know, source resources off the web. Um, all our worksheets and things we made were handwritten when I first came. Um, a few people would type um, and typewritten worksheets. Um, reports, registers, everything was done on paper. So um, do you think... So that's been a huge step forward in saving quite a lot of trees, I suspect, you were saying. Um, do you think that technology's improved to the teaching or would you rather it hadn't um i think it's a huge improvement really yeah um y you ended up with a lot of people making notes from books and just listening to teachers ramble on for a whole lesson i mean not really a whole lesson it was never my style but some teachers did and people just sort of wrote things down in an exercise book whereas you're much more engaged and involved in the learning process now with technology um, things like Google Docs were back in the days when we had sets of um, Chromebooks to hand out in a class before COVID came along. Um, you could have a small group of people working collectively on the same document and because it was shared with me I could see what they were doing and add bits to it and that sort of stuff. Um, the other thing that's had a huge change is on teaching is YouTube. Uh, it's very hard to think it's probably only been going in your lifetime. So most of my teaching career, you got by on uh, VHS videotape where you would record programs off the TV and uh, try to edit those as best you could and then show bits of them to your classes. And that was really all you had as a resource. But the internet and, and YouTube particularly has made a huge difference in terms of getting 
different ways of explaining things and showing things. Huge difference. Um, maintaining people's privacy and not mentioning any names. Are there any other notable memories of students you'd be willing to share with us? Um, probably would, yes. Um, I've taught quite a few amazing sort of characters, as you would expect, over the way. Um, I've got a few from people from my form uh, who sort of impressed me with just their ability to cope with what life threw at them um, and stuff like that. Um, there have been others who've been really successful after moving on to Stags. Uh, there's a girl called Emily who I taught as a sixth former when I first came here and she's uh, now a professor at Cambridge and she's a, a leading climate scientist. Uh, she was part of I think she was a senior member of British Antarctic Survey um, and she's a, a theoretical mathematician which wouldn't have been my scene. Um, I was hoping she was going to become a biologist but climate science is near enough so yeah she's been very impressive. Uh, there's another girl called Harriet who makes a living as an internet artist. Uh, she runs YouTube tech tutorials on different ways of doing art um, things like that. She's um, she was an amazing character when she was at school. Um, and there have been lots of others too along the way, but they're, they're two that stand out. Uh, there's another one called Jean, or, or Jeanette, um, but she was called Jeannie. Um, and she's an actress now. She was in an um, uh, English remake of something called Wallander, which was a Swedish um, crime noir sort of thing. And she was playing, um, her role was playing opposite Kenneth Branagh as his daughter um, in that. She's an old stagsy as well. So, yeah, a lot of amazing characters I've met along the way. Some I still steer around, occasionally, who are still around St Albans. And finally, looking back at your time at Stags, has there anything Stags has taught you? Um, a lot of patience, I think. You have to have a lot of patience as a teacher. Um, I think that's the main thing. Uh, and you know just how much I enjoy the job still as I did then really if not more so I think most of the changes in, in education apart from some of the admin stuff have been for the better um, one of the reasons I've stuck classroom teaching is that really the admin just annoys me I was head of department a couple of times where there was nobody else to do the job and uh, I know I can do it and do it well, but I didn't enjoy it particularly much. There was too much paperwork and filling out forms and yeah, stuff like that for my liking. So there we go. Uh, amazing. Thank you so much for talking with us today. That's OK. Thank you, ladies. Wow. Mr Blaze should be given a medal for putting up with it all. We now go back to Maliha to continue their rundown of the history of our school. One of the prominent features of our school is a successful and supportive house system. Currently we have eight houses, but this wasn't always the case. Previously we had seven houses all named after planets. Krypton, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Neptune, Saturn and Pluto. Today our houses are all named after famous women. Austin, Bronte, Curie, Franklin, Hepworth, Johnson, Parks and Seacole. The assigned colour of the house that a student belongs to is displayed as a small stag on our blouse collars. Parks is the newest house named after Rosa Parks. The colours are as follows, Austin, red, 
Bronte Yellow, Curie Green, Franklin Orange, Hepworth Blue, Johnson Silver, Parks Pink and Seacole Purple. Stags has continued to grow and flourish both physically and academically with new building ventures such as our new English block and our even newer 3G AstroTurf pitch. Plus, as Mr Blades mentioned, many pupils leave and go off to achieve great things. A really interesting historical account of our school. Thank you, Maliha. Now, there has been occasions where some people have witnessed stags as both students and teachers. One example is Miss Bowman, our current head of ADT. Sabrina chatted to Miss Bowman about her association with stags. So today I'm here with Miss Bowman, who is a highly esteemed teacher here at Stags. She is head of art and DT, but she was also a student here. So, hi Miss Bowman, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, I just wanted to get a timeline before we start. So, you came to Stags in Year 7? I did, in 1990. I was wow. in Year 7. And then I stayed here, um, did my GCSEs and my A-levels. So, I left in uh, 1997. Wow! So then... You went to university, got your degree. Yep, I went to university, did a degree in photography. Right. Then I graduated from university and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, So I did a bit of travelling, went backpacking around Australia. Um, But whilst I was at university, I volunteered for a club for disabled children. And I really loved spending time with um, the children. Um, And they were sort of more of a teenage age. And... When, with my degree being photography, I initially thought I'd have to be a primary school teacher, but I'm not really into primary school age children. I much <laughs> prefer teaching secondary school age because you can have, you know, banter and chat with them and it's it's just a really nice atmosphere in a secondary school. Yeah. And then my friend was already a teacher and she said, why don't you come along to where I'm working and do some work experience in the art department? And I did that and I loved it. So then I applied to do a PGCE to qualify uh, to be a secondary art teacher. Um, so then I taught at another school for five years and then came back to Stags in 2008. Wow, that is quite a history. So I think the, the key question here is how did it feel coming back? Because obviously you were a student here and yeah. there's all these memories, all these kind of feelings that were there when you were there. Yeah. But coming back, was that different? Was it weird? It, it was lovely, actually. Um, so when I first came back, I remember coming back for the interview and I had lots of nostalgic memories mm-hmm. of school. Um, I did love it here Um, and even things like the room back when I came in 2008 a lot of the room numbers were the same as what they were when I was a pupil here and the smells of the room and the smells of the corridors were the same so it felt a little bit like coming home and I felt really proud I remember when the previous head teacher Mrs Morell phoned me up to tell me that I'd got the job I felt so proud that I had got a job back at the school where I'd been a pupil at Um, it was just an amazing feeling and also coming back to be the head of department as well um and I'd loved art and I'd done A-level art here so it was just lovely being back in the art department and then realizing it was kind of my area that I could get my team to develop and make it even better so it was just really a really lovely feeling like I was coming home but I had lots of challenges ahead of me as well which were exciting challenges I mean that's brilliant they must have fed you nostalgia because of all the yeah lingering stuff that was here I still do get nostalgic so recently when the um, time capsule was dug up that was actually buried when I was in year 12 so I was on the list the inventory list (laughs) of who was in school um, and the video that was taken was was done by some students in the year above me that were my friends Um, and then the gym we used to call them the gym knickers the dreaded gym (laughs) knickers the uniform we all hated them and we got them out and we had a look at them and it just brought back lots of lots of memories yeah it was great 
So why did you choose to come back to Stags? What was the thought process behind that? Um, it kind of, I think it was just meant to be, to be honest. Um, I loved my time here. I didn't have an ambition that I wanted to come back here, but I knew that I wanted to be a head of department. I'd been teaching for five years in another school, decided that I needed to progress. I was um, I had ambitions to be a head of department and the job came up here. And I applied for the job, but I actually didn't expect to get it. It was the first head of department job that I got an interview for and I remember walking away thinking oh only I'm not sure how I did I'd love to work there I sort of walked away from the interview a little bit sad thinking oh I really want the job but what if I don't and then I remember Mrs Morell ringing me up telling me I got the job and I was just so happy so it kind of happened by accident but I think really it was meant to be because I love it here and I've been here for 13 years now and in all honesty I don't think I'm going to be going anywhere in the near future (laughs) it is like my second home oh that's really great so would you say that there were any teachers that you had when you were a student that actually inspired you to become a teacher or was it more at university working with these children it was more at university working with these children that inspired me to be a teacher but I do have really fond memories of some teachers um we had a teacher called Mrs Beardmore that taught us Spanish and um I used to get quite nervous about Spanish lessons because I used to get nervous about having to sort of speak in front of everybody which is a bit strange because I do that all the time now in my my job speaking in a teacher in front of a class of students but um but she was always really lovely and she always sort of nurtured me and inspired me and built my confidence up and we also had a brilliant art um science teacher called Mr Armstrong and he always made the lessons really really fun um I was a bit of a geek when I first started at Stags um but then as my time came on I started to come out of my shell and I think I felt um quite nurtured in that way that I came out of my shell Oh, nice. yeah, that's great. I mean, one of the questions I was going to ask was, did you ever get into the trouble as a student at Stags? But well, <laughs> no. So we had um, order marks back when I was a oh. student, and I never got one order mark ever the whole time. Wow, <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassing <laughs> in hindsight because um, I think, hang on, I you know I just I didn't do. I was, I was a little bit. I was always a bit terrified of getting into trouble. Um, I don't know why, that's just the way I was back then, so I really didn't ever do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say these order marks, because obviously we don't have them anymore. I mean, we've got well, consequences. They're, they're, yeah, the equivalent, yeah, equivalent is a consequence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, would you say the discipline instilled then was a bit more harsh than yes, now? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I think the, that the school now is much more inclusive school. Yeah. Um, so I started in 1990 and it had just transferred from being a grammar school. Um, so it wasn't a grammar school when I came. It had turned into being a comprehensive, but it still had a lot of grammar school feel about it. Um, and it was very, very strict. So when the teacher came into the classroom, we all had to stand up behind our chairs and they'd say, good morning, 7S or whichever class we were in. And we'd have to say, good morning, Mrs. Whoever the teacher was. Um, so it was very strict. Um um it's it's yeah it's I mean I think that stags is strict now but it's not strict in a uh a horrible way it's strict in a way that's good for the students in self-development and yeah. that kind of thing it's it's a positive yeah strictness definitely yeah. so um has the curriculum changed over time since you've been here versus now I mean in terms of art for example have you did you do anything differently when you were a student yes so when I was a pupil it was very much um about painting and drawing you couldn't be creative and then I did my 
teacher training, it made me realise that art could be a really creative subject. And um, so when I came back as a head of department, I actually had to make quite a lot of changes to the department because back then you were only encouraged to take art GCSE if you were good at, like if you had the natural flair and were an amazing drawing or painter. But now it's about whether you are creative or you've got that creative side to you. Um, so I did a lot of changes within the, the curriculum and the projects so that students could access different areas of art as, to, uh, as opposed to just sort of drawing or painting. So it was more traditional art back then and now it's more about being creative. And the great thing that I've done since I've been here is being um, curriculum leader for design and technology, we've merged the departments. So the creative feeling within art design and technology they're they're fused together much more which is a really positive thing I think. Yeah I think it's great that you've managed to change it so much I mean in your time here you've done so much for art and DT so yeah no I think it's brilliant um so would you say that art and DT was your favorite subjects here or? I really liked science um and I I liked yeah DT art geography I really like geography (laughs) as well um so those are my favorite subjects. Yeah I'll agree with you on geography I do geography as well um so, uh, has, how has your perspective changed or differed from the school? So, you know, versus being a teacher and a student, would you say it's changed over time? Um, as a student, I think you come and you, you sort of see school life as you're coming to be here with your friends. Um, a lot of my memories are more of just having an, a good time with my friends. Um, it makes me laugh sometimes because I used to think that all my teachers were really, really old when I was <laughs> with people here. And then actually some of the teachers that were here when I was here are still here. For example, Mr. Blades is mm-hmm. still here. And I thought he was really old. <laughs> and now I look back and think he was probably the age that I'm at now when I was a pupil. Oh, <laughs> so it makes me realise that your, your, your perception of people's ages when you're younger is quite distorted and it makes me laugh. Um <laughs> I think I see things differently as a teacher because I can see how students need to be nurtured as a whole and I think the school has moved forward massively in that respect. Um, When I came here, for example, if you weren't really good at something, you weren't allowed to um, participate in things. I always really wanted to go to netball club because I loved playing netball, but I wasn't really good at it and they only let people in the netball club that were on the netball team. Um, so it's much more inclusive now. There are much more opportunities for students. It doesn't matter how good you are at things. If you're enthusiastic and you want to do stuff, then you're given the opportunity to do stuff. So I did. I remember feeling quite deflated a few times when I was at school because I couldn't do things because I, I wasn't really brilliant at it. And also because it still had the kind of ex-grammar school feel of things. Unless you were sort of an A or an A-star student, you kind of... It's hard to describe, but it you were kind of sort of looked over. Whereas I think now every student is embraced, everybody's nurtured in the same way and everybody's valued in the same way. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And so you definitely said that the school's improved. 100%, yeah, yeah, definitely. And the facilities have improved. It's just such a lovely vibe and uh, feel about it. And I think also teaching and learning's improved. The way that teachers teach students and facilitate learning has changed. I remember I used to sit in my A-level lessons and I did A-level geography and the teacher used to just dictate out of the textbook and we had to just write the notes from her dictations. And we had two-hour lessons and... I just used to struggle so much. Whereas now, you know, I think as a profession, we really understand how learning 
um, is is implemented and metacognition, how you kind of retrieve information and get students retrieving information. I think there's a lot more guidance around that. Yeah, and again, I completely agree. I think lessons now, I've had so much fun and I've learned so much from the teachers here. Um, so what is your fondest memory of being a student? Oh, I have got lots. Uh-huh. Um, I really used to love the summer at Stags because where the languages block is now, it wasn't here. I remember the languages block was built when I was in the sixth form. And so you had the path that would come on along um, the RS and the geography block and then the school the field would sort of slope down and we all used to sort of go out there and eat our lunch on the field Aww. where it sloped down um which was really lovely we, just the whole school would just be out on the field which was really lovely um yeah. christmas times the carol service really fond memories <laughs> of the carol service so the fact that i still get to do that now is brilliant um just the, the community really lots of fun with my form group yeah yeah I know I was gonna say I think you seem to enjoy the community aspects of stags and it's nice to see that that's all still running here yeah something that's never I think it's stronger it's much stronger yeah we didn't have a house system okay um so since I've come back and I've seen the house system and seen how it has developed it's really um a really strong aspect of the school yeah and I think it just unites students a bit more it does yeah you get lots of camaraderie from it yeah Yeah, no, it's lovely. So the final thing we're going to ask you is, how has Stags influenced your life? Because obviously you were a student here and now you're a teacher. So there's got to be so much that you've learned and picked up here. Um, Stags has made me believe that you can dream and you can reach for those dreams. Um, I think that I came here wanting to be a head of department and I got that and I was given lots of training and help into how to be a good leader um, which was really helpful for me Um, and then it it made me realise that I could dream big and when the opportunity to be head of D&T as well came up I I thought yeah I'm going to go for it and um, it just made it's just it's just made me sort of believe in myself and see that there are lots of opportunities out there and it's just made me realise that as a community here I just love being part of this community it is like a second home to me I think it's just great that Stags can empower not just the students but even you know yourself as a teacher definitely last night um, we had our end of term staff barbecue uh-huh. and some of the teachers were leaving and one teacher well it was the science technician she was leaving after 20 years wow. and and you do get quite emotional about it when people leave and, and even the thought if I think gosh you know I couldn't imagine leaving because it is just such a community yeah. and it's such a big part of my life now. Um, so it, you kind of think, you, you do get very attached to the place. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for doing the interview with me today. You're welcome. A big thank you to Miss Bowman for sharing those memories with us. At the start of the podcast, Laura sent you some questions. I hope you've been listening carefully. Here's Laura with the answers. Thank you, Naya. I hope you have all been listening carefully. Here are the answers to our questions. Question one, what is the translation of Nobis Cura Futuri? The answer is, we care for the future. Question two, when did Mr. Blade start at Stags? This was in 1987. Question three, what color is the Franklin house? Franklin's house color is orange. So how did you get on? I think I got two out of three. I'm sure you got them all right though. It's now time to close and I'd like to say a big thank you to Mr Blaze and Miss Bowman and to you for listening in. 
I hope it brought back some lovely memories. If you would like to find out more about our school, you can log on to our website at www.stags.hearts.school.uk. Hopefully, we will see you soon and before the next 100 years. Goodbye and 100th happy birthday to Stags. <laughs>